Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Back from the long weekend. Did you have a good long weekend? Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty low-key. There was a lot of drinking. <laughs> I did a lot of cleaning. I did all, yeah, I didn't... I did a lot of yard, yard work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Then, well, we haven't really been able to do anything. I was right? saying if it wasn't for the hockey, I wouldn't have done anything. Like, yeah. And even that, I was just watching it at home. I didn't didn't go anywhere. You guys didn't go out? No. Didn't we didn't either. either. Like, literally, uh, uh, my wife did all the, the beds and, and the planters, and yeah. we got all that stuff done. And, um, yeah, lawn stuff. I cleaned out the garage. Had a full Subaru this morning for the dump. <laughs> For the dumpster in the <laughs> back of the building. <laughs> the word dumpster. He had a pool, a table. <laughs> we got in this started high chairs. <laughs> she started laughing as soon as he got in. There was barely any room in the car for him. Just crawl, crawl underneath those boxes. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> Don't move! <laughs> ah, funny. We don't do that. Never. Never. We never fill the I dumpsters know. here. I tomorrow. It's over the empty today. What brings people together since we, we became a province, and just so everybody here knows, it's not from Alberta. We became a province in 1905, I believe. So that's 116 years ago. What brings our province together always? little history lesson with Sutter. <laughs> Number one. Sports. <laughs> Number two. Church. <laughs> Number three, music. Think about it. Think about so it. So what's this doing in Alberta right now? It's bringing people together. They might cheer for the others. They might cheer for the Flames. Big deal, right? It's a sport. That's what it's about. Like the best thing ever. The NHL. What more could you ask for right now? <laughs> it did sound like he was making that up. He yeah, wasn't like, sure. He said three things and then he was like, "Oh crap! What are they? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Quick, church, <laughs> <laughs> music." Uh, we're going to tie it to uh, a Sutter press conference for the locker room topic of the day. The locker room topic of the day. Again, working off of a, a Sutter press conference from a couple of days ago. What brings Alberta together? If you've got something to contribute, send it to us. So Sutter had sports, church, and music. Yeah. What brings Albertans together? We should probably get the collective hatred for Trudeau out of the way because that's going to come in quite a bit. And the hate I, for the uh, eastern provinces, Ontario, Quebec. Yeah, that's a that's a given as well. I, I think, though, there is something to that. We have kind of united, and, it, and it's fair to mm-hmm. say it as well, we kind of have united under a, a very strong distaste for, for Trudeau. 
um, in this province mm-hmm. and Western Canada, I think, as a whole. And I don't think it's unwarranted. I, I think it's it's well deserved. Mine was beef. <laughs> Alberta beef. <laughs> yeah. Remember a few years ago, and everyone had the stickers on the trucks, yeah. and uh, I eat Alberta beef. And yeah, it's not. It's, it's, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we get very passionate about, about our, our beef. Our beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely do. Have you got something? Uh, natural disasters. Like if something happens in Calgary, like floods or anything like that, everybody okay. jumps on yeah, board. I, I see what you're doing. You know Fort what? Mac wildfires. Yeah. yeah, things like that. Then everybody. Yeah. Uh, joins in like with the fundraisers or helping with water or yeah fort mcmurray strong or whatever yeah we had a big concert here yeah right yeah you know I, get, I know what you're saying I, you know what i think that is a little unique to alberta i don't know if that would happen in another province like if thunder bay went on fire i doubt highly toronto would do anything <laughs> about it the locker room topic of the day what brings alberta together text or call uh kane said beef Beer and Tabor Corn Fest. Oh, I thought he was going to throw another B word in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the old Tabor Corn Fest brings this whole province together for sure. The locker room topic of the day. What brings Alberta together? Uh, Nick said, what brings Alberta together? Oil. <laughs> the interesting thing about that statement, and he's not wrong, and I think we should be proud about this as a uh, as a province we've become more diversified mm-hmm. we really have and and again i mean we don't need to sit here and go through all the examples of of why we are a stronger province because of the diversification but we definitely are here in yeah. edmonton in particular like we've got a really strong tech sector but, but it's it's still at our it's still at the core of yeah, what it is still our roots right yeah but i think we should be proud about about the fact that you know, over the some of the recessions and some of the harder times in Alberta, I think we have learned our lesson, and our industries aren't one hundred percent focused on oil and gas. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad oil and gas is not a bad; it's a good thing. Price of oil is up, man. We're like it's a party. Bring it yeah. on. Get me a mimosa. <laughs> but I'm 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 thinking that as as a province, we should also be proud of what else we've accomplished right mm-hmm. you know yeah so we're saying yeah okay the locker room topic of the day what brings alberta together sasha said jason kenny and his wranglers and his stetson hat on on uh, calgary stampede day you know what i've never been to stampede no me neither really okay yeah, i've never been Jimmy, I have I, i've been a few times what was well, the band you went to see it was like nitty gritty dirt band or something no Petra or something? No, uh, no, that's uh, they're not country. They're a Christian band. Uh, Striper, n- nitty gritty dirt band. I think once, <laughs> but then spent a lot of time in the beer gardens where he had some upcoming artists. Oh yeah, you were there for the for the for the new talent <laughs> and the young lady. Were you there like preaching? <laughs> no, didn't you go down to a corner and? Uh, no, he never did that. loaded a bus up from Tabor. And look no, inside. it was uh, me and my buddy. We slept in the box of his truck. Did you like a pamphlet? <laughs> Turn and burn. <laughs> no. It's all this debauchery getting to you. <laughs> we have the answer for you. <laughs> Didn't drink back then, but no. Hold me, homemade clothes and corn. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Sports. Number two. 
why is this so funny? Church. <laughs> Number three, music. So he talks. <laughs> the three things that bring Albertans together, according to Daryl Sutter. When we first saw that last week, <laughs> Grant was like, he just pulled those out of his ass. He, he, he didn't plan that. Three things, and then just the way he's pausing and everything is like, he's totally just making this up on the spot. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap up here. What brings Alberta? Berta, what brings Berta together? Christy said off-roading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anything outdoorsy, like anything, especially winter sports, we mm-hmm. we seem to have this idea in our head that we can go outside minus 30 and it's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to if yeah. you're going to survive. If you're going to if you're gonna survive here, you have to at least go out once in the eight months of winter, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's Pastor Jimmy with an in memoriam for Logan Long. Today we say goodbye to adult film legend, Okay, that's weird wording. Why did I word it that way? Keep going. (laughs) It's a good thing we're doing this live. (laughs) Today we say goodbye to adult film legend. Uh, Wow, this is horrible. Can I redo this? Start again, yeah. No, 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 rewrite it. Just no. No, we're live here, buddy. Work it out. Let's bow our heads in memory of Logan Long. Today we say goodbye to the adult film legend. Logan has entertained us through thousands of films. There will be a statue erected in Logan's memory. Logan has gained great recognition due to Long's great assets. 1 Corinthians says, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. It's not proud. Logan has demonst- demonstrated his his love in thousands of ways. We need to t- have a moment of silence for our well-endowed friend. Today is a sad day in the world of adult entertainment. Let's have a moment of silence for the master of the schlong. Rest in peace, Logan Long. Cruise FM. I know 30 people send me that Pete Davidson was leaving Saturday Night Live on Sunday. Yeah. Makes sense. And you know what? Here, Here's what I will say about Pete Davidson. And I'm not an idiot. I understand that a lot of people become famous for for odd reasons. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think even Pete would be willing to admit the fact that well, he's always fame is sort of. He's always said, like, um, even with SNL, um, I was reading an article or an interview with him, and he was saying, like, when he got it, he was confused because he's like, I'm not a sketch comedian. I'm a yeah. stand up comedian. I don't really fit in with Kate McKinnon, and who's yeah. also leaving, which yeah. is a bigger loss for SNL. Um, so he was like, he, he was always confused by it, too. He was yeah. like, I don't, I don't know where I fit in here. but And I think some of that humility has kind of shone through in a through a bit in his interviews and some of the stuff that I've seen him in mm-hmm. as of late. So I've kind of warmed up a bit to Pete Davidson, right? Like I was angry at first <laughs> because it just didn't make any sense. Oh, you got sense. angry when he was started dating Kate Beckinsale. Well, and that's, that's why he became famous is because of who he was sleeping with. And um, I have a theory and this may come out down the road, but he basically started sleeping with all the guests on Saturday Night Live. And I bet you, Kim, because this 
weirdly this thing is a this Pete Davidson thing is becoming still a thing. together, yeah. Like this is one of the longest relationships he's had is with Kim Kardashian. And uh, I even tweeted it the day after Kim Kardashian was on Saturday Night Live. You can go back and look at my tweets. I said, watch, he's going to start dating Kim. <laughs> and he did. He started dating. He won her over. He, she must know that this is his, like, this is Saturday Night Live was his Tinder. So she's like, <laughs> you're quitting. Meet the, meet the guests. And- <laughs> <laughs> you're quitting. You're not going to do this. So that... Uh, that's my theory on this. The sad thing about this is, listen, you can like Pete Davidson, um, but you have to admit, even Grant, who doesn't mind Pete Davidson, who even finds him mildly funny I'm at going times, to his uh, podcast thing here in Edmonton. Even Grant August would admit 14th. that the Kate McKinnon thing is way more tragic of a loss to the Saturday oh, Night Live cast. Way, way, way more. Like yeah. that, and it's not even close. And that's the I, thing. I'm that a bothers, way bigger fan of Kate McKinnon than I am Pete Davidson. That's the thing that bothers me so much about this about this uh, this news is that Pete signs off, and I go online on Sunday to look up any stories about it, and I just happened to cross another story that says, oh, and by the way, Kate McKinnon's leaving. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Her Pete characters. Davidson is going to take all the headlines. Yeah, exactly. And he had four skits that were funny in the last eight years. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, and Kate McKinnon just had like countless characters. Destroyed it every won night. Won a bunch of Emmys for it. And, and no yeah. one's going to be talking about Kate leaving. Right? Yeah. Which just makes me even more angry about Pete and his complete lack of talent. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he gets all the attention. Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't heard, Kate McKinnon is leaving Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And um, another crushing blow, Pete Davidson, <laughs> is going to go be a loser on something else. He's got like six more TV shows lined up. Yep. Well, I was going to tweet, what, do they hire cleaning staff now, Pete? Is that why you're leaving? You don't have to do the toilets? You don't have to clean Lauren's private toilet anymore? Cruise News. Alberta's Minister for Jobs, Economy, and Innovation and the MLA for Calgary, Elbow, uh, Doug Schweitzer, says he will not run for leader of the United Conservative Party or seek re-election next year. In a statement last night, um, he said that despite the support he is receiving, he has decided to step away from his provincial political career. Schweitzer, a political moderate, uh, had previously pushed Jason Kenney and the UCP to embrace a more progressive stance on social issues, saying it was critical to get young voters. He also came in third place in the 2017 UCP leadership race. So he's stepping away next year. He's not going to run for the leadership. I think we're going to run into a lot of situations. There's going to be a lot of businesses and careers and things that are going to be hurting um, healthcare. Mm-hmm. With what we've gone through over the last couple of years, healthcare, why would you? Like, in a, like, like get into it? Like, yeah. uh, I wouldn't. Teacher? <laughs> well, well, never gone How many teachers teacher? you know have, have, that have quit or thinking about? I know nurses. I know, I know a ton of people that we're going to have a lot of issues in this country with our sort of basic needs. You know, the mm-hmm. stuff that props up the economy, the, the, the people that take care of others in our in our 
society are like they're done. They're completely healthcare and teachers and how little respect the government has for them. Yeah, they're just going to. Well, we're only going to get politics. The best politicians now. Oh my God, we're in so much trouble. Just think of just the losers that are that would stain at one and consider that a good idea. Mm -hmm. Just think of the mutts that would decide that that's a good idea. No wonder (laughs) this guy's like he. Yeah, I think he looked at it. I don't blame him at all. I'm I'm just going to get out. (laughs) I'm done. Oh, I'll go I, get a job with Kenny. And I listen. I, I people have heard me. They're sick of me to, uh, saying, but I—that's a problem. Like, okay, it's one thing to bitch about politics, right? Mm-hmm. This is the thing that I keep bringing up. Like my bunch of friends that I have back east were making fun of Kenny, and I'm like, the problem with the Kenny thing is, is yeah, he's a tool, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's probably a good thing that he's back. But who's going to replace him? Yeah, he's actually kind of the lesser of two evils, I think. Who's standing in the wings? That's get, what kind of <sighs> madness do we have coming down the pipe? Mm-hmm. Like For me to be thinking that Nutley might actually be a decent option for our province terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. if... Like if you're a conservative like I am, if you can, cons- if you lean conservative, convince me otherwise. Yeah, you're just not. Look at the federal situation. Do you think? Oh, yeah, that's a bit of a Pierre mess. Poutine is the is the answer to Trudeau. Like, listen, I can't, I can't stand Justin Trudeau, but look, look who's standing in the wings. Oh my God, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Maybe Trump needs to take over. We need a businessman. We need a businessman that had a TV show. Yeah. It doesn't. I saw, so we were out doing yard work in our front yard yesterday, and this woman walks up, and she's got her dog, and she goes, I make some comment about doing yard work. And she's got a shirt on. I started, I was bursting laughing. Her shirt was, uh, if you trust the government, I don't trust you. And then her hat was, make Canada great again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just burst out laughing. <laughs> just out for a for a little stroll on a long weekend. Well, Nat, the, the problem with that is that's really loud right now. So yeah, so politics is leaning toward is leaning into that yeah. right now, right? Like that's where it's going. Uh, <sighs> was Gord Stanky running for uh, prime minister? <laughs> no, he is <laughs> for, for political. He could go into politics. I'd vote for the. Stink master. Um, Would you? <laughs> totally. I'd totally you vote for would. Gord. <laughs> I almost would, too. What are you guys talking about? Well, he seems nice. Hold on. You can't say that on air. <laughs> That's why I pulled the mic back. Man knows what he likes. <laughs> Cruise FM. That man right there, Grant Johnson. Yeah. This is our study king. What do we got? So they did a study um, about how you eat your food and what it says about you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they looked at different food eaters, eaters, and uh, they, they came up with personality traits. So the first one was, are you a slow or a fast eater? Okay. Um, and they said, if you tend to eat slow... You like to be in control of situations, and you know how to appreciate life. Fast eaters tend to be ambitious and impatient. Um, fast eaters also make great multitaskers, and they make great partners because of their giving nature. <laughs> I think I always thought fast eaters just grew up with like 
a lot of brothers or something that I eat before it's gone. See, I never had, uh, I had a sister. Yeah. So there wasn't a sibling situation. But I eat, like, I crush my food. Mm -hmm. Like, but mine, it's in different situations. Like, if I'm at home by myself, I crush it. I'm just done. (laughs) And then, but if I'm out in public with other people, I end up eating a lot slower because I talk. Is there anything about there in there about if when you eat it looks like a crime scene? <laughs> Watching yeah, Jimmy eat, but that's is, but that's why. <laughs> other than with you guys, when I'm with normal people, I actually don't eat uh, food that where I leave shrapnel everywhere. <sighs> the Donair yeah. experience with Jimmy is just it's yeah, it'll change you. It's everywhere. It's yeah. all over them. It's. Remember when we got that meat mountain from Arby's, <laughs> and we couldn't go inside the restaurant at that time? Yeah, it was COVID. Um, that's right. So we put it down the box on Army Chris's truck. It was like Jimmy, minus fifteen. Jimmy like filled the box of Army Chris's truck with lunch meats. <laughs> okay, one time uh, they said a love for trying new foods highlights an adventurous side. Okay. Well, fussy eaters. Picky eaters tend to exhibit anxiety and uh, neuroticism. Hmm. I yeah. I like to try new stuff, but I won't like if I don't like it, I never do it again. The thing with you is, I think you've decided that you're a bit of a foodie and 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 you, that you experiment, but you're not. You're not at all. I've like, never it, heard you, you say a bad thing about any meal. No, no. Especially if it's free. You always say it's amazing. You're not very particular. Like, I I know foodies now. I know guys that they, their whole weekends are revolving around food and preparing food and trying different things. Yeah. And you're not that guy. No, I'm not that guy. No. No. Army Chris is a bit of a foodie. We talk about him all the time. I'm pretty much impressed with any food. If it shows up in front of me, nah, I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat yeah. it. I, like I'm not very picky. I, uh, I I crush. I eat fast. The and I'm a really good multitasker. Although I'm not sure that uh, I'm a good partner because of my giving nature. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing is like I can I can see like fast eaters, slow eaters being multitasking, but then they're like. How do you like your eggs, hard-boiled or soft? If you like uh, hard-boiled eggs, you, you're you a patient lover. <laughs> if you like soft eggs, you're reactive and energetic. <laughs> like, you, I do like my eggs soft. How do you soft. like your steak? <laughs> what does it say about steak? If you, uh, if you like well-done steak, um, you're someone who takes things slower and is you're more considerate. If you love rare or medium rare, you are extroverted, creative, and excitable. <laughs> Just whip its horns off and wipe its ass for me. <laughs> the Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Here we go, Oiler fans. Yeah. Game number four happening tonight here in the city of gondolas. Our oily boys are up now in the series, two games to one. Uh, Connor McDavid playing on a completely different level right now. Right now, he is playing like Jeremy Roenick in NHL 94. I don't know if you remember that game, um, but if you were playing with friends, you had the old uh, Super Nintendo out, you had an unwritten rule that no one could be Jeremy Roenick because it just wasn't fair. He would dominate the game. And that's where McDavid is at right now. 
It's almost not fair to have him on the ice against the Flames right now. The uh, the caveman, Milan Lucic, will be playing tonight after taking a cheap shot at Mike Smith. A lot of people think there was no punishment from the NHL because Lucic wasn't suspended. But actually, the punishment was for the Flames because they have to play him tonight. <laughs> Smart move by Gary Bettman. If you're going to the game tonight, can I have some money? Seriously, how are, how do all my friends afford to go to the games right now? Did you guys all win some sort of lottery together and not tell anyone? Uh, if you're not going to the game tonight, you can still watch it uh, with Jimmy at the East Coast Eatery, where there is plenty of seating and Kokney is always on special. <coughs> go Oilers, go. Yeah! The Grand Report is brought to you by our merchandise Football season is coming, hopefully, and we need beer money. Buy a glory hole tote bag today by clicking the link on any of our social media. Three, two, the locker rooms, midget at the movies. I shall call him me. but shorter. Jimmy, what movie did Brody make you watch this weekend? Dead in Tombstone. Hey, we do the job, and that's it. But we hit the bank tonight. Yeah. Sounds like some very decent acting. A weird premise. Uh, this, this movie... Didn't make it to theaters. It was uh, like straight to streaming. <laughs> you know, and I believe there's a second one and a third one in the works. Uh, it actually was a pretty decent movie. I, I quite enjoyed it. It had a lot of action sequences. Was uh, Danny Trejo a major role? He in it? he was the main character. Okay, okay. Because like, a lot of times he doesn't do a lot big parts. He, he does like secondary characters. The movies that don't go to theaters. He's the lead in usually. Yeah, yeah. like movies. basically what it was is his his gang they robbed a bank and then one of the guys wanted to do a hostile takeover and killed him and then uh, but he what's was his name dead. Mickey, yeah but Mickey Rourke who was the devil sent him back basically to kill that whole gang so he so he his job was we probably should. Not get you to explain movies. <laughs> From what I read, it's Danny Trejo goes to hell. Mickey Rourke is the devil. He says, I need you to go back to Earth, kill these people, and then you can stay there if you do that. Okay. All right. Yes. You're not always clear. Right? Like, so I, I try to keep up with you, but... <laughs> How yeah. many cobs of butter corn? Tabor corn. I gave it a four. Four out of five. <laughs> It was. It was. What's the wrong? It, it was. It, there isn't. Uh, there isn't one because it went straight. Yes. It doesn't even have a score, and she was got it for like Mickey Rourke uh, played a, you know, devil well, and it was. Uh, I thought it's it got was an a audience good action. score of thirty-seven percent. Okay, I recommend right. it for you. I think you would enjoy it. There's a lot of shooting and violence. <laughs> Our right, explosions. Thanks. thanks. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. When they built the new Rogers place, I moved here in 20, uh, 2006. I went to a couple of games in the old Rexall, uh, a couple of Oiler games. Um, and I'm a huge hockey fan. I yeah. love the World Juniors. Um, I was thinking about trying to get press pass. Well, I actually tried to get press passes for it again. But for the World Juniors? They didn't get back <laughs> to me. 
Um, Plus, you'd get thrown out. <laughs> you got to wear a suit and not, not cheer. You're not supposed to cheer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They put you up in the up in the rafters, which is odd way to watch the game too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, my my cheapness kind of got in the way of my fandom for for the team. Yeah. When they built that arena and then when I found out how much they were charging for things, I was just like, screw him. Yeah. And why do I need to put money in Kate's pocket? Listen, I can be a fan and cheer in my basement. I don't need to buy jerseys. I don't need to buy tickets. I don't need to go spend $14 on a beer at the game. I don't need to be that fan. I can still be, you can still be a fan of the Edmonton Oilers. You can still cheer them on without it costing you a mortgage payment once a month. Not according to Kevin Lowe. Well, you're, he, a, you're a tier that's two. That's another fan. reason I was. <laughs> that pissed me off. Yeah, that like was when he horrible. started putting uh, fans in certain categories. Categories. So I kind of stuck to my guns. I said, you know what? I like. I'm not going to go see a game, and I've stuck to that. I've never seen a game. I went to a couple concerts at Rogers yeah. Place. I've been to two concerts at Rogers Place. That is it. Um, and I've never been in that building. And a, a friend of mine in Ontario sent me a note. He sent me a, um, a DM on social media. He goes, dude, you need to put aside your your rule about going to the games. you got to go yeah. see one of these games. Battle of Alberta? Come on. What's wrong with you? This is historic. And I almost like I almost thought to myself, like, I, at, when he sent it, I was reading it. I was going, yeah, it is kind of petty. Mm-hmm. Like I am, like I, I'm a cheap dick. And is should I, should I not go to a game because I'm a cheap dick? And then I saw the prices of the tickets to get onto the concourse, which, by the way, are just before the security. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's where they sell T-shirts for the concerts. Yeah, they're putting a big screen TV up and they're selling tickets. I don't know how many. But it's a hundred bucks a pop, and I was like, "That's criminal. That's just so." That's the criminal. ones inside, not the not the moss pit or whatever. The no. ice district outside. No, it's just up the escalators, up in that section. Up, I could be wrong, but that's what I. That's from what I was reading. That's what that is. Oh yeah, there I see it. Yeah, concourse passes for Oiler fans, hundred dollars each plus ticket fees. Oil and will only be sold to fans wearing Oilers apparel. At the time of purchase. So you got to be wearing Oilers gear that you bought from the team. Well, and, and the beer they'll sell in the concourse will be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grant brought up a good point. He said this a couple of times. He said, how are people going to these games? Like multiple games. Like I, I, have, I have a rough idea of what you make in life and how much you yeah, I have know, to like, spend on food and rent. And how are all these people spending money on tickets? People that have complained about no money in the past and then they're going to games like $500, $600 for a ticket. We know what you make in radio. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows what you make in radio if you work in radio. How the hell are you going to the hockey game for every home game in the playoffs? That's why you should just go to the East Coast Eatery with Jimmy. Just hang out with the other 
Jimmy sent a picture of uh, him with the bartender. Him and the bartender. Yeah, and Grant goes, where is everybody? And he goes, oh, there's three people out smoking. <laughs> and it's an East Coast bar, and he's drinking Great Western Pilsner. You get you get 48 packs of that from Costco for $49. Jimmy really wanted to go out on... Uh, Sunday. On Sunday. So he went and hung out with four people. <laughs> Join him tonight. It was like when a good doors atmosphere. Open. Any specials you want to tell us about? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how you're, like, there's going to be a lot of people with some credit card debt. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah. That's just a building Memories. full of credit card debt is what it is. It's the Locker Room's Bidet a Day in May. Courtesy of Always Plumbing and Heating. Good morning, Cruz. What's your name? My name is Ray. Ray, would you like... Oh, no. Oh, Ray, no what? Would you like to play... Because your name rhymes with the damn contest. <laughs> Ray, bidet in May. It's fitting, isn't it? All right, Ray. Do you want to play? Son of a yes, bitch. <laughs> okay, all right. Here's the sound effect. Grant, you're up. Ray, is that bidet? <laughs> Option A for Ray. Jesus. Rocky's bar. Rocky's Bar and Grill at number one. Option B, Bigfoot Pub, number two. Or option C, Braddo's Pizza and Sports Lounge, number one. Option A. Oh, Ray! No bidet for Not Ray. Not a good day. I'm doing it. <laughs> Son of a... Damn. Try again tomorrow, brother. Good morning, Cruz. What's your name? Rona. Rona. Whew. That doesn't rhyme. I'm going to play a sound effect. You're going to get a 50-50 chance because Ray just screwed up a day a day in May. Okay? You ready? Yes. Okay, ready. here we go. Oh, it's really working. <laughs> All right, Rona. Is it option B, Bigfoot Pub at number two, or option C, Braddo's Pizza and Sports Lounge at number one? Oh, my God. Okay, I'll go with C. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, not yourself. A brand new bidet. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy, what has Rona won? She has won. <laughs> well, he's going to give you the breakdown, Rona. <laughs> Living basics, hot and cold bidet oh with self-cleaning dual nozzle, non-electric mechanical bidet, toilet attachments. Uh, Adjustable water pressure and temperature, thanks to our friends at Always Plumbing and Heating. Congratulations, girl. Yay, thank you. Phone your mom. <laughs> Invite her over. <laughs> Game day, so we got bag milk. Oilers Nation on with us. Lots to talk about. Should we jump in to the Lucic hit, Grant? Yeah, there's going to be no suspension for Lucic. Thankfully, he'll be playing tonight for the Flames. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way I looked at it. I mean, like, I didn't want Lucic out of the lineup. And to to be honest, as I looked at the replay over and over again, and again yesterday, yeah. 
I didn't think it was necessarily going to be a suspension of any kind. No, Plus, no. Lucy can't skate or turn that fast, so <laughs> there was no other option but to run into Mike Smith. That's what I thought. In the heat of the moment, I was like, Lucy, you're garbage. But then you look at it and you're like, okay, he can't really turn on skates. <laughs> And well, if, both of those things are true. So Luke <laughs> still is garbage, but he also can't that can't turn. So that was a big problem. It's, that also, it's also not wrong what he said, where he's like, if I was going to charge Mike Smith, we both wouldn't be playing the next game, right? Like, well, he, that's just it. Yeah. He's, like, he's like Bowser from Mario Kart. Exactly. The big guy gets going. He's yeah, he skates down. like a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really light on his toes, eh? There's a lot oh, of weight yeah. in his shoulders yeah. and head. <laughs> um, how did you feel about? About Mike Smith coming back after the uh, concussion protocol session. Well, I think that, like, as I was watching the game, obviously the first thing is, oh, man, did he get hurt in there? But then you see him, he's just kind of, like, trying to fight his way to make sure that nobody falls on him in the pile. So then as he was standing up and they had the cameras on him, he's like, no, 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 he's trying to wave them off. So as soon as they were, like, pointing at him to go, I was like, oh, concussion protocol, this yeah. pulled him. So... I wasn't surprised that he went back in. I mean, like, he's the kind of guy who's intensely fiery. He's supremely uh, competitive. So if he's fine, if he's not hurt in any way, why wouldn't he want to get back in the net? Yeah, actually, I thought it was a good move by Woodcroft, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Well, and it was also funny, too, that he took a timeout and then Mike Smith comes out, like, wrestling style. That was also very funny. It was like Stone Cold coming back to the ring. (laughs) Yeah. 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 My God. (laughs) We should set up tonight's game uh, it, this series it's a difficult one to predict um based on the three games we've seen i mean outside of mcdavid's gonna dominate again um i said it last hour i hope they don't hurt mcdavid because i think that's the last thing that they have like the only thing they can do now is just try to kill him right like what I, i'm worried about that too because like yeah. if you looked at some shifts last uh like uh, Dustin Nielsen from TSN 1260 a little while ago tweeted a video of Flames hacking at Leon Dreisaitl's ankle on the power play. So they're dirty. They're probably going to end up there. So I'm 100% with you, Locke. My yeah. biggest concern is that they're going to try and do something dumb because there's no other way they can stop him. He is absolutely running their show right now. So I'm also really concerned about that. This is a dirty team, but hopefully the power play can get going here and that's just going to keep them out of the box or else they're going to just get absolutely yeah, carved up tonight. That's yeah. Carl Sutter said after game three that some of his guys were rattled by the atmosphere at Rogers place. And you know, it's going to be just as bumping in there tonight. Well, that's because bagged milk's going to be in the house. That's right. I am going to be there. <laughs> I'm going you. to have zero voice tomorrow. I guarantee you that. Good for you, brother. The thing about this series that um, that's intriguing for me is what McDavid has done to the rest of this team. I think most Oiler fans, I mean, there's the hardcore, highly delusional Oilers fans. Every franchise has them. And no matter what, um, this team is going to the cup. Like, plan the parade. But I think most Oiler fans were like, okay, listen, we should get by the Kings. We're going to have some trouble with the Flames. It'll probably go seven, flip a coin. And, and you know, I, I want to see the order, but this, this Flames team is a good team. What I've seen, especially the last two games, is they've got a sniffer on this thing now. You can tell that not just McDavid, but I think McDavid's the reason why, but they all now, like how many times did we see Oilers, not McDavid, in behind the defense. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why I thought it was so funny in their post game uh, after game three, where there was a bunch of flames saying, "Oh, well, one guy's beating us, this yeah. one man no. team." And like, I found that funny because Drysaddle set a record for most assists in a period, and like yes, Evander Kane had a hat trick. It's not just McDavid. So, yeah. Why poke the bear like that? You'd have to think that I hundred. I'm I'm with you, Locke, two thousand percent. There, Connor is leading by example, and yeah. everyone else is buying it. Like it's what they're doing right now is they're playing inspired hockey. They're playing for each other. Mm-hmm. They're battling. They're hitting. They're playing with speed. And I think that all comes from McDavid's lead. So I think that having the Flames say it's only a one man team is just going to motivate the rest of the crew because you know McDavid doesn't need the motivation. That guy's on a different planet right now. And when did Hyman become the second fastest player in the league? <laughs> like oh my god, he, he is was... relentless. Yeah. Dude. Like his, yeah. his motor just does not stop. His relentlessness on the puck has been. And a lot of fun to watch. If only he had been able to get into the second round in Toronto, they could have seen what this guy is actually about because he's been scoring some timely goals. He's yeah. killing penalties. He looks like there is no quit in this guy. I absolutely love him. He's the kind of player that this city especially absolutely adores. And it's yeah. no oh, yeah. surprise to me that everyone's falling in love with him. I like quiet too. I like, you know what? He just sort of it's a big smile on his face. And, yeah. Does yeah. what he does on the ice. Looks like he's having fun. And my God, endlessly positive, probably ready kid book about it i love everything about it the story's <laughs> yeah. fantastic yeah um listen thank you for doing this and again we'll have you on every game day so we'll hear from you in the next couple of days again but where's oilers nation uh, where are they going to be tonight for game four game four viewing party tonight at the pint on white nice. it is going to be packed so check out our social media if you want to reserve a table because we have been selling these things out very quickly that's our man right there bag milk from oilers nation go oilers Hole. have a good one thanks boys <laughs>